because you got fun written all over you. Well, welcome back to Chats with Brie. I'm Brie um, and this is my podcast. Um, today we've had lots of submissions from the survey that I put online. Um, tiny.cc forward slash chats with Brie if you want to submit a question for next week. Um, but people have just put up confessions and deep questions they want some advice on and some random questions as well so today I'm just going to hit through those um we're hitting everything from proposals to stress soup shrinking sheep my laptop password and more so stay tuned um one of the big like themes that came up people had a lot of questions about soup now I feel like I'm in quite a good place to answer these questions um I'm a resident soup expert I spent the entirety of last semester eating soup for lunch every day in a bid to save money I would say I'm pretty well tuned on the meanings of soup and what soup means for the two questions there that were wondering if cereals are soup and I know someone is obviously getting grief from their flatmates because they think cereals are soup Look, I'm sorry to tell you, um, cereal's not soup. Um, soup is warm. Soup has a real meaning of, like, warming your soul and really just bringing the best out of you, you know? It could be a ham soup. could be a pea soup. Corn chowder. So good. Uh, veggie soup. But there's just something about it that really warms your soul and brings you joy in the middle of a day when you're having soup. A cereal doesn't quite do that. However... If you want to make cereal have that same warming the heart effect as soup does, put your milk in your cereal, put it in the microwave for one minute, and it comes out and it's warm and it just warms your soul. Or sometimes if you're really running late, you're going to just tip your coffee into your cereal instead of milk, and then like you kind of get a warm soupy thing as well. But it's not the nicest. Um, but it does save time in the morning if you don't have time to drink your coffee and eat your cereal. Have definitely done that a few times. Oopsies. Um, I mean, like, the end of the day, the main part about soup is that it warms your soul. Um, but speaking of soul, someone else does have a soul-searching question about how not to crush someone's soul when you want to friendzone them. That's a pretty tricky one. Um, and quite a delicate subject. Now I've got two key piece of ad- pieces of advice for this one. Um, there's one or two things you can do. Um, up to you and based on the situation which one you want to do. The first one is to ignore. To kind of just like reply to their messages. There may be over exuberant messages with one word answers or one emoji or I mean don't even go to the emojis. I kind of stay away from the emojis if I were you if you're wanting a friend zone. Um, one word answers like ha ha or even put a full stop on the end um, in public kind of like don't get stuck with like try and just like brief conversation with them and get bored and go and get a drink or something um, and then go and find another people to hang out with or you know, this is another option and it's a little more out there you might not have heard of it before but if you want to friend zone someone but you don't want to break their heart, you could actually make their heart instead by setting them up with someone else. Uh Uh-huh. 
are we talking here? Setting them up with someone else will A, stop them from being into you, B, they will still be happy, and C, we all have happily ever after. Um, or you could just make yourself suddenly unattractive to them by doing stuff that they're not interested in. But that's probably not a good idea. But speaking of setting up, you might be like, oh my goodness, how do I even start? Where do I get advice from on how to set people up? Like, I want to get this person off my back. I want to friend zone them. I want to set them up with someone else. Well, luckily you're listening to the podcast of The Expert. Someone has asked, do you know any good matchmaking services? I'm looking for the one. Well, I have a 0% failure rate of matchmaking. You're wondering how on earth is this possible? Um, it all just comes down to life, you know? It just happens. Um, someone else has asked, um, where was it? How do you have a 100% match rate? Well, I mean, like, simple math. If I have a 0% failure rate, I mean, you know, 1 plus 1 equals 2. Um, simple math, 100% success rate. Um, if you want to say it that way. Um, okay, let's be real. I haven't actually matched anyone, but I kind of know, like, the theory behind it. Like, if they have the same interests, if they like each other, like, make them go on a date or something. Mm, yeah, very good at it. Mm, lots of people have been matched by me. Mm, definitely. Mm, mm. Um, but I do think that is quite a good way to um, friendzone someone without crushing their soul um on that note there is a very serious relationship question um and all, all legitness um this person is asking should i propose to my boyfriend that's quite a deep question initially you might be thinking oh like it's gonna be a question about gender norms blah, blah blah no i feel like that's i mean maybe that was the point of the question but i feel like there's more to it than that i think if you're asking this question about whether or not you should propose to your boyfriend, I would be wondering, you know, you're asking me, Auntie Bree, a complete stranger, maybe you should be talking about this kind of stuff with your boyfriend. Um, if you feel like he's not going to propose anytime soon, um, maybe you guys aren't right. Um, you know, have you actually discussed the thought of Getting married, I feel like it's definitely a decision that needs to be made together, not just a, oh, her ring's popped out, I'll say yes. Um, you need to think about this decision um, and what that means. Like, the rest of your life's a long time. I mean, I don't know how old you are. Um, if you're 15, I would say you definitely shouldn't propose to your boyfriend. You should finish school, um, grow up a bit, um, and then maybe we'll see what happens. If you're 25, you've been dating for five years. Look, honestly, I would be asking, like, are you two going to have a life together? Um, have those discussions with him and your friends around um, to see if it's something that's potentially feasible. Because um, marriage is a really beautiful thing um, and it's a lifetime commitment. You don't want to screw that up. Um, so I would really, I would have conversations with him. I'd be upfront, you know, bring in the conversation of marriage, bring in the conversation of the future. Do you guys have a future together before you even think about proposing to him? Um, what else have we got? I mean, I mean, like, it's a, it's a pretty difficult, um, scenario, that one. Um, so yeah, just really, 
fish out or carve out what what's going on here, you know. Does he even like you? I don't know. If he's been in a relationship for five years and he doesn't, I'd be like, waste of time. But hopefully it's not the case with you and you guys are going to live happily ever after. How to liberate stress. Now, sometimes people get stressed. Stuff going on in life, exams, um, work, breathing. It's all very stressful. Um, the best thing I do to liberate stress, and especially when I'm studying, I'll just have a little study break and um, play some good jams. Now, my personal favorite is to go on YouTube, and hopefully this comes through the speaker all right, um, and play this song. If you like to talk to tomatoes, if a squash can make you smile, if you like to waltz with potatoes, up and down the Excuse me. Have we got a show for you? Veggie tales, 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 veggie tales. So good, guys. That's the best way to liberate stress. Honestly, whip out some veggie tales. Dance along to it. If you're in the library, maybe just do a bop on the head. Um. Get into the VeggieTales song. Learn all the lyrics. It's great. It's a real great stress liberator, to be honest. Um, another question I've had is, why don't sheep shrink when it rains? What? You may be wondering. Like, okay, I can see where this person's coming from. Because sometimes you might have a woolen thing, and when it gets wet, it might shrink. Um, and that's kind of... It shouldn't do that with wool. But some, some fabrics do, and that's because fiber swells it increases the crimp and so you have basically a shrunken like all the fibers pulled together and stuff wool doesn't do that because it's got some weird cells that do stuff um what actually happens when it rains and if it's wool um is you're gonna get um because the surface of wool is hydrophobic so it's going to repel the water initially so nothing's going to happen it's going to look like a wet sheep um, but then it will eventually absorb the water. That probably wouldn't happen in the rain because there's just not enough, another high enough water content. Um, and then when it does get wet in the inside, because the centre of the wall is very hydrophilic, so it likes water, it will absorb a lot of water and it will swell. So it will actually get bigger when it rains, but really rain's not hard enough or heavy enough for it to have any effect. Put a sheep in a bath, different story. Um... Okay, and the final thing, um, which you guys may all have been waiting for, a little bit creepy, but um, someone was wondering, what is my laptop password? Because they're looking for computer password inspiration. Um, well, my laptop password is my fingerprint, um, which isn't very exciting, unfortunately, but I think that's the best way to keep my laptop safe. It has a wee finger pad. Press the wee finger pad with my fingerprint and just unlocks it magic like that so the only way you can get into my laptop is by cutting off my hand or my finger um which please don't do because i quite like my finger um it's quite handy um thank you very much for listening to chats with brie again um if you have any more questions you have something you want advice on um please do either email chatswithbrie at gmail.com. I can also respond to you on that as well, um, especially if you're wanting a conversation to happen instead of my 
one or two minute answers um, or tiny.cc forward slash chats with Brie. I'll put the link in the description of the podcast um, and you can submit as many questions as you want there. Sorry to the people whose questions I didn't answer. I'll hopefully get through some of them again next week. Um, thank you very much for listening. Also, if you can submit your feedback about what you liked and didn't like about the podcast, either on the tiny.cc forward slash chats with Brie or on chatswithbree at gmail.com. Um, and until next time, see y'all later. Bye-bye.